Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick. I'm joined to my right by the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's going on? I actually had to like put up hands to make sure I was in fact on your right. But yeah. yes, yes, I you, am. You, did you do the you did the L's and you figured I, out which you, one oh, was I an visualized L? them, you which visual. I suppose like sort of defeats the point of there being like the L. Yeah. But you know, I still made it work. You I made it, it work. Carlos, how are we doing today, bro? Chacho. I'm here, guys. I'm drinking here. beer. I'm having fun. I'm ready to talk some X-wing. I'm ready to talk some not X-wing. That's you know that's probably gonna happen because we. We have a lot of content for you guys uh, this week. A There's lot of a random things to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we, we sat around and we did the pre-show where we were trying to figure out what kind of X-wing things to talk about. It's and light. It's a. It's kind of light. We all roll our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we got nothing this week, guys. Just we're, you know, we're, everybody's patiently waiting for this points update, and until then, it's all just kind of superfluous. So yeah. So if you're looking for like hardcore strategy, um, fast forward to you know, next week. <laughs> But uh, how was everybody's Father's Day? Carlos, is, this was your first or second Father's Day? Uh, this was my second, and uh, it was uh, fantastic. We went to Medieval Times on Friday. Did you really? Uh, so that was a hoot. Yeah, I had Actually, been I wanted to go, I've never been. So Sarah went the other day for with her Girl Scout troop. Yeah, she liked it. I, I do want to try it. I recommend. I did win a koozie. Yeah, my favorite thing is like... You, I got one, too. Yeah. You have to eat with your hands. So yes. <laughs> there are no forks at medieval times or in medieval times. There's no forks at medieval times. Take yeah. another Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. So like weird fun fact, uh, medieval times usually has a booth at Dragon Con every year because I think there's one in Atlanta. And so like the local one runs, a, they just for whatever reason, just do a booth at Dragon Con and uh, they have like a, a prize wheel you can go and spin. I want a, and I want a medieval times beer koozie at the at the prize. It's wheel. my second favorite koozie. Yeah, it's a good koozie. I like it. It's like between my Frank Turner one and my Chewbacca one. Yeah, <laughs> like in the rotation. Yes, but um, but Holly uh, Holly also got me uh, socks uh, for Father's Day. This is the second year in a row. He now, said socks. Got me socks. Yes. Now, the socks are custom made. They have Jake's face printed on them. Which that's, is hilarious. That sounds vaguely disturbing. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's cute right now, right? Because he's a baby. It, yeah. So it's got like little baby yeah, but, pictures plastered all over the socks. Yeah, but is it distorted? I mean, the socks are not usually the preferred medium for this sort of thing. I mean, it's fine until you put them on and then oh. it gets all distorted and, oh. and weird. Yeah, it gets kind of weird. Yeah. But um, but I told her, I was like, you know, you, you, you've cursed them, right? Because now it has to be a tradition. You have to do this every single year. <laughs> every year you get a new pair of Jake so socks. So I can't, yeah. yeah, I can't wait until he's like 15. And you're still getting Jake like, pictures. Like he brings up his first girl and you're like, look at these face. socks of Jake. <laughs> and like look showing them to his girlfriend or, or his friends. Like just going like, check out my socks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll be super just to make embarrassing. Sure I, I can embarrass the shit out of him. So. Oh yeah, that'll be. Well, what you need to do is like when he gets his first girlfriend that year, like the the socks have to be a, a couple picture. It's like him and his first girlfriend together oh, on the socks. God. I just want her to come home like the first oh, time no. to meet her, meet his parents, and you've literally got like the socks framed on the wall. <laughs> 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 this is an entire room oh, house so, yeah. dedicated to framing about... fifteen years of Jake's socks. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling her too. I was just like, you know, I. I I'll have to retire the last year's socks because if I keep well, yeah, wearing you can't them, wear them out. Yeah, yeah, keep getting worn. They got to get framed. Yeah, so, so I'm like, all right, so I have to get like a display case or something. Yeah. You know, I would live in like eternal terror if my wife got this for me. I'd live in eternal terror of like associating like the image of my daughter 
with the smell of my feet. <laughs> like that yeah. would be that would be terrible. Like there would be many years of therapy like for Joe, that put, for both of us. Like Joe, put those Sarahs away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are terrible. <laughs> so, dude, uh, my wife got me uh, tickets for Father's Day. Yeah. To social distortion and flog and Molly. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty stoked about that, nice. actually. Very cool. And then she made me pizza for lunch, lasagna for dinner, and cheesecake for dessert. And what has to be the sweetest, awesomest, most vaguely racist thing anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I'm really enjoying every bit of this, mama. <laughs> 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 it's probably a good day. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I went. Uh, we went and hung out with my with my parents, and uh, we did like brunch with my parents, and then we went to uh, and then we met Amber's dad and took him to uh, dinner at uh, a Japanese steakhouse. Nice. So they do the onion uh, volcano. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The onion volcano, fun. tossing stuff in the hat, lighting things on fire. You know, all the classics. Well, so actually, I'm trying to figure out how old do you need to be to be able to do like a bachelor restaurant again? Because I've been dying to go back, but I'm like a two year old hot stove. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> we brought yeah. Vivian. We brought Vivian. She's two and a half. I mean, she was fine except for the uh, the little bit of a like when he did like the big fire at the beginning. It kind of uh, freaked her out a little bit. But outside of that, she was fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sarah was terrified of that. Oh, no, my age. kid's a, a thrill seeker. He doesn't care about fire. He doesn't care about <laughs> yeah. anything spooking him. Yeah. Like the Japanese restaurant though, they're trying awesome to get holidays there. Yeah, because like all of the Japanese like oh, this, yeah. all the like the hibachi chef like jokes are just dad jokes. Yeah, they're all dad. <laughs> they're yeah. all dad jokes. Watch me flip this shrimp <laughs> in the air and yeah. catch it in my hat. It's like how yeah. dad is that? Yeah. Well, one, one, there was one. He was like doing this thing. Like, I think uh, somebody at the at the the grill next to ours. Uh, he was like flipping like little balls of rice into people's mouths, and he like flipped one at this girl, and she missed it. So then he uh, he goes around and does it to a couple other people, and then like after he's done, he, t- he gets like an entire spatula full and like pretends like he's gonna toss it at her. Just he's like, "Is this enough? Are you gonna get some in your mouth?" Like so, you know, it's, it's just it's just all dad jokes. It's, I love it. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna talk about X Wing here briefly in a few minutes, but first, Steve, what you drinking, man? Oh man, I got uh, I got so I got the Orlando Brewing Company Right on Red Red Ale. Um, which is real good. I I I don't know if uh, if anybody hasn't noticed the theme with my drinking patterns, but I I love red, ambers and browns. Those are kind of my favorites. His wife's name's Amber, so you know that's kissing ass. I, I just like him. I don't. It's mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, it just worked out that way, I guess. But well, yeah. Sure. It could be worse. Carlos, what you drinking, man? Uh, got a funky Buddha vibin' groovable groovable lager. It's the first <laughs> time I had this. Okay. Sounds tasty. I like your face. I'm usually, yeah. uh, I think we. I had yeah, that one a few I'm weeks ago. A pale ale guy, yeah. so. So you're the so member of the group good. that actually drink um, all the IPAs. Uh, yeah, I'm the IPA guy. I'm it's not, funny, yeah. actually. We no. went to uh, Sea. We got a Sea World pass, and uh, I got that brew package or whatever. You get a sixty dollars Stein, yeah. and then Ow. you get a, it's a 20, 20 ounce Stein, and it's five dollars to fill it with beer. And nice. they have craft beers all over the park now. Yeah. So, so I uh, no hit me hit me with some knowledge. I want to know about this. No, I had a, a couple of different. There was ah oh, man, I wish I remember, but it was like a black IPA. It was coffee flavored. Oh. It was the most disgusting. It tasted like an ashtray. <laughs> a black <laughs> but it was IPA. Seven percent. Yeah, and Jeez. it was like seven percent, and it was twenty ounces of it, and it took 
a, a lot of effort to get that down. Yeah. Uh, but I was pretty blissed afterwards. So we fun. are doing a Discovery Cove here in a couple of weeks. Have you ever done Discovery Cove? Like you totally should, because it's kind of like a water park, but without all of the crowds. But also, like, when you go there, all your food and alcohol is included. So you can literally just mm-hmm. walk up to a place and be like, I would like a beer. And then I'd like to get in this inner tube, float through this lazy river, and watch a zoo pass by me as I do. Because they do. <laughs> they have, like, zoo exhibits. So you can just, yeah. like, fl- float past on their lazy river. Yeah. It's like, when I'm done, I'm going to go, you know, swim with the stingrays. Still while drinking, but, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think great. with Discovery Cove, isn't they limit the number of people can be in there per day? Yeah, yeah, it's so like a thousand people in the whole park, it's very so it's like limited, it's never yeah. crowded. Just, yeah, it's it's. I, mean, I don't even know how much it costs. It's fairly expensive. You know, I don't either, and I'm not gonna find out. Yeah, I wouldn't ask. Uh, That's something the wife will know, and I will never know. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it is great to be able to like just like they have a part of the thing where they have like submerged beach chairs where you can just sit on the beach chair that is submerged in a bit of a waist deep pool. And drink a beer that can float next mm-hmm. to you while you're bored. I enjoyed that. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, that. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. That sounds but, awesome. But uh, I, this week, have, because I managed to find it, I've been looking for it ever, all over, uh, the Dropkick Murphys have a beer they made with a magic hat called Barroom Hero. It is not only delicious, it's getting me slightly less drunk because it's a low ABV, and it uh, supports the Clauda Fund, which is... Something that uh, Dropkick Murphys does to support local charities and stuff. So okay. I am helping the world and killing my liver at the same time. Woohoo! Yeah, no, nice. good times. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> dials down, bottoms, bottoms up. up. Bottoms up. So uh, so this week, uh, well, okay, first of all, I do want to mention, so last I know last week we had our little video game discussion where we kind of went over some of our favorite Star Wars video games of, of the past. And uh, I do want to thank, uh, we had a couple of uh, people send us messages on Facebook um, because they found links to Yoda stories for Joe, um, which he's very excited about. It's it's Joe through Steve, because I actually don't know how to use the internet, so yeah, Steve's going to download gonna these to me. help him with this. But... Put them on a five and a quarter inch floppy and bring them to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to mention, it's like, do you need a floppy disk to be able to get that yes. installed? Yes, well, three and a half. You guys are just, <laughs> you know, just pushing yeah, the Yeah, well, uh, multiple floppy disks. Oh, least. is it going to take multiple? Uh, for pr- Yeah, probably How for much that. can you fit in a five and a quarter? Oh, God, I don't remember how much they actually just... were. Five and a quarters? Ugh, is that at least a gig? No. God, no. <laughs> no, um, not even close. I'm trying to remember. It was like, I, I want to say, I, I, I remember the three, the three inch, was a three and a half inch. Um, the plastic floppies. ones that had the little like door that slid over? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, the five and a quarters had the little door too. That All right. Was, uh, that, I th- yeah, I here you go. Say, five and a quarter diskettes were available in a capacity of 160 kilobytes. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot. Uh, One point two megabytes high density sizes. Whoo! <laughs> yeah. All right. We set people to the moon with that. Cool. Yeah. The good old days. So thank you guys for doing that for me. I am. I am gonna try to beat that again and see what happens on that. Yeah. So we had uh, what was it? Uh, Timothy R from uh, Australia was one of the guys that sent it, sent sent us a link. I'm fascinated that anybody else had heard of that game. Yeah. I love it. You guys are all right. I'm fascinated. People from Australia are listening to the show. That's great. I yeah. mean, I guess we have a lot of similarities. We do have like alligators slash crocodiles, uh, basically. I would know, say like swamp areas and 
Yeah, for deadly Just animals, Australia is like the king. Deadly it's animals. like 100 out of 100, but we're like 60%. I mean. Yeah, and then uh, Chris uh, uh, Chris Benke Need um, also sent, sent us a link for it. So so you're uh, you're going to be good. You're going to be good to go. We're gonna get you hooked up with the. Uh, we're gonna get hooked up with the Yoda stories, and we want you. You know, you can this, report this back on how much that we have. Time you've wasted. Yeah, that'd be funny too. We could actually do a whole segment. Like Joe, how did you do? It's like, well, on the fifteenth try, I finally, <laughs> finally beat the scenario. Yeah, and everybody be like, I've never lost. I'm like, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, I wanted to, wanted to mention that just because it was cool. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. The other thing. Uh, the other thing we're gonna talk about tonight. So. Like I said, news-wise, there's not a whole lot going on. Obviously, we had the Wave 4 leaks from last week, which they then sent put out an article uh, today about. But, you know, it's we've already seen that stuff. Um, you know, nothing's changed really meta-wise. We're kind of in the final throes of the hyperspace trial season, season one, and we got the points update coming out next week. So uh, it seems kind of quiet. As there's some kerfuffle on the Internet about, like, dice and stuff, but, you know. It, it is what it is. If somebody wants to build a dice machine that rolls 30,000 times, then that's fine. <laughs> uh, so, But, I mean, I, would, I do want to do, I mean, if you build a dice machine that rolls the dice 30,000 times, there's got to be something else you could be doing with your time, it right? Feels like, like, yeah, I mean, your engineering did, skills to build, like, a windmill in your yeah. backyard or something. Yeah, I mean, he did it in the name of science. So, so he, he apparently he oh, took those yes. apparently he took those dice and, and chucked them because he didn't because now that he knows um, how fair or unfair they are, he uh, he he, yeah. he he tossed them. He's not going to use them in a tournament I mean, or anything. Was, was the answer there unfair? Or some of them were unfair. Some of them were fair. But, they're unfair. I mean, basically, yeah, the idea those. was the idea was to to prove how many. But the idea was to prove that there was a, a fairly high level of manufacturing defect in the standard FFG dice. Yeah. That uh, it was also and, to prove people's biases where they go, you know, I only lost because my dice suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all those people just literally just got validated all over yeah. again. And he was um, and, well, he was after also, all that we've been doing to try to correct that. You know, yeah. people are going back to the dice to complain. And he was advocating for shared dice pools. Yeah. Um and, and games, which is fine. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I think I think if if somebody requests it, I'm gonna be like, yeah, sure, no problem. But I don't feel like I would ever request it. I would probably never ask for it. I don't really, I, I don't care that much. I, I don't but. care enough. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, if somebody asked me, I, like I would say yes because like they're all Steve's dice anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually own my own dice, so I mean, that'd be awesome though to be like, yeah, I borrowed these from a buddy of mine, but you can't also borrow them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be. I cheating. do like how a lot of people complain about like hygiene. It was like, oh, I don't want other people to touch my. It was like, dude, whenever you're playing against somebody, they touch your ships, they touch your templates, they touch yeah. everything else. Yeah. It's it's like your dice have literally it's just a superstition just go ahead and admit it it has nothing to do with hygiene so yeah. i i do feel like i, I call at least some of those people i would love to have somebody like, call me on that in a term like, i'd like to use their dice like i don't believe you washed it I'm yeah. like, sir we are taking this outside <laughs> yeah. so that yeah. would be a new low even for me and i would that would be amazing yeah can't wait so, anyways, there was all sorts of uh, of comments about about oh, dice. Well, we talked about this there. ahead of time because, like, I just want to comment about man. If you got world's dice, how much are you loving their devaluing effect with having uh, outer, yeah, outer rim? rim? It's like now you don't know if you're buying counterfeit world's dice on eBay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like that. I mean, the it's only thing. the attack dice. So, so if it, 
I guess that's one thing. But. The whole thing doesn't really make any sense. Like, I don't know why they put those dice in outer rim to begin with. Like, the, yeah, the mechanic, when you read the rules, you're like, that feels like you just had extra dice. Like, they need to it's, shoot over it into just to, yeah. It's to sell the box. It, they, it's their most popular game. X-Wing is their most popular game. They need to make sure that somebody's paying $60 for this box. I've heard <laughs> it's fun, though. So. I've heard it's a good game. Oh, yeah, yeah, a bunch of people were sitting on the shop playing it uh, yesterday and liked it. Yeah. It just, that mechanic just seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I so, will wait until there's a secondary market and it just has regular red, you know, dice, yeah. X-Wing dice, <laughs> and buy it at a discount. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no That will be funny. I'll buy it off of eBay and be like, mm, these dice seem to have been modified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going to, yeah, just some, somebody is buying those boxes up and taking the gold dice They're off. They're literally like shop, shopping dice co- copies of Outer Rim. Yeah. <laughs> Selling I, off the I'll buy that copy components. for half price. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh what have we gotten to yeah so uh so you know with the points update coming um you know we decided to play a little game this evening uh we will find out the results of the game next week but we're going to go through some of the kind of bigger cards, some some of the cards from uh the upcoming wave four that don't have point values yet and we're going to take our kind of our guesses at them and uh, talk about the cards a little bit as we go through and then see uh next week we will see whoever uh, was closest. So we're going to do about differential. So uh, basically lowest score wins. You get uh, you gain points based on how close what the difference was between your guess and the actual price. And uh, whoever has the least amount of points um, is the winner. And the loser will have to chug a beer at the uh, at the beginning of next week's episode. I think is that is that what the uh, decision is that a loser was? Or a winner? I mean, that's just, that depends on your <laughs> mind, I guess. Constantly winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, we're actually playing this game this week because I was supposed to prepare a very different game for this one, which I apparently <laughs> promoted last week, which I don't remember doing. But I, um, I reminded you <laughs> three times. About this. You did, but my mother-in-law is in town, so I'm playing a very different game where I'm, <laughs> you know, so locked in a house with my mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> so that so that game that the uh, the Star Wars Factor Fiction. I, 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 well, I, you, you found you did a little bit of research, but you need to do more. We just need more. Yeah, but it's the same research I do every week. When I go read yeah. old Star Wars cards uh, yeah. from the Star Decipher CCG, and you know, wish life were different. Yeah. So we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll see next week or whatever. As soon as Joe can get enough of these Star Wars factor fiction questions together, we'll, I have the internet now. Uh, you do. You do have the internet. Yes, so. I finally found it. It was right where I left it. It was right downstairs. Yes, by uh, the television. By the television. Yes. Slightly closer to the television than I wanted it to be because apparently I didn't have a long enough cable. So like. My computer, which I finally set up, is now awkwardly close to the television. <laughs> how long a cable do you need? How long do I need or how long do I have? Because what long, I have is how like, long do you, want? you can't see this. This is bad radio, but it's that's, like not, the, that's not good. How long do you want? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after the show. All right, because so. I can make cables. I can make you a cable. Okay, so the kids can make fun of me on the internet when I play Overwatch? I mean, yeah. Yeah, they do. I'll yeah, yeah that. that's what they do. All right, so, so we're going to guess points here. Yeah, so Carlos, you have the list, right? You're going to – let's – uh. I have a system, by the way. Joe has a system. All I have right, a system. This Ooh. is like Moneyball here. So what's the uh, what's the first? Uh, uh, Carlos is recording our scores here. Uh, he Are we lost. doing drum roll at all? Or I don't know if there's a drum roll, but yeah, go for <laughs> it. Why not, Carlos? What's the uh, first uh, first card here? First up, the Bravo Flight Officer. This is the uh, the N one uh, Starfighter Initiative Two base pilot. Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to get a kind of a base. 
line. We, we wanted to the, guess uh, at the base pilots because that's kind of you know it, it sets off like what the rest of the ships, all the the, the named pilots are going to be cost to some degree. So we figured the base the base costs on the ships were, were probably the most pertinent information. Um, all right, Carlos, do you want to take uh, you want to take the first guess here? You got anything to say about the ship? Oh, so the one thing I have to say is that I'm guessing the N1 falls somewhere between the V19 and the ARC as far as pricing, right? Like, I feel like it's got to be another price point. Okay. Um, So the lowest being... How much is the lowest V19? 25. Uh, So the lowest V19 is 25 points. Mm -hmm. And the lowest ARC, the 104th, is 42 so mm-hmm. let's shoot for I, I feel like it should be a little bit on the higher side because of the um the ability so maybe 35 okay uh would be a bet there i think okay i think that's a fair bet uh yeah. all right joe what do you what do you got what do you think uh 24 20 24 jesus you think it's gonna be He's cheaper than the v19 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Joe really wants to lose. No, He's no, going... no. I do not want to lose. Okay. For starters, that's a rumor that was started by everyone seen me play games. Um, no. Uh, vicious rumors. Vicious rumors. You see, we're doing this by, we're still doing this by Price is Right rules, right? No, no, no. I explained the rules. No, 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 no. We switch it. What? We're doing differential. We're doing differential. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right, Steven. You have I mean, put in your bid, then I, I get to revise mine. Then, you're going to revise? Okay, rules. you want me to go? I thought we were doing, See, we are going to do Price is Right rules where it was closest without going over. Yes. That's, yes. What, that's what we originally talked and about. And if, if that was the case, then I would, have, I would have agreed with your bet at yeah. that stage. Yeah. No, we decided to do differential in order to, in order to make uh, it so to we all had running to make guesses. You know, I was, uh, I was in my mid-20s where I realized all the games in the Price is Right are based on the MSRP of the item. Yes. That theme had not occurred to me until a, I was in my mid twenties. There's a uh, documentary about on, some guy that got like super that, good like, at this. Yeah. He like trained for years. Yeah, he trained for years and then he finally got called up on stage and he like guessed like everything exactly right. And it was like That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I need to watch that actually. Because I, I used to I used to love price prices right. I used to watch it all the time. I still I, well in the summer I haven't seen it in oh, a while. The sick but, days. Staying yeah, at home. It, that was like the summer routine. Wake up and watch prices right. Alright Steve, what do you think this one's gonna be? Alright, so what was my first guess? Do you remember? Your first guess was 24. Okay. Yeah. It's 24. You got to change it. We'll let you, you revise. Doing? We'll let okay, you revise. Okay. I'll, I'll go first here. So we had, uh, so I, I'm comparing this thing, and this is really just because of the, uh, like the built-in um, ability. So the full throttle ability. So it's, so I'm kind of comparing it a little bit to like the Defender um, because it has the same abilities as the Defender. Now the, the base Defender is what, 70 points? So it's crazy expensive. But this thing is, has a lot less going on for it. So it's one less attack die, it's one less uh, evade die, and it's two less shields. So that's a lot. It's taken off of it. The die is arguably worse, um, obviously. I mean, just not having a, a white 4K makes it a lot worse. So so that's a huge difference. Um, I am going to... So you said 35, which I think I like. That's a good answer. Um, I think they're going to be aggressive with this one. I'm going to go 32. Oof. That is a good. That's I think they're good. going to be aggressively priced. Uh, forty-six. Joe's going forty-six. All right, forty-six on the Naboo Royal N1 Starfighter Bravo Flight Officer. So, um, all right, 
All right. Next one. Well, next one up, Carlos. What are Moving we on. Moving on. So we got the Bactoid prototype. Is that the lowest one? Actually, that's because on. uh, uh, they all seem to have abilities. I mean, the Bactoid bomber, maybe it's the only one. There's the tech. There's the Techno Union bomber. Techno Union bomber. It has no okay, ability. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Techno Union bomber. So base. Techno Union bomber being Hyena. Prodigy's side project. Initiative one. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> So it just go, has uh, the network job. calculations. Uh, no, no, I have to go last because I have to use my. I have to apply my formula, which takes some time. <laughs> All right. Steve keeps like going. Steve keeps going away from it. You do realize I need yeah, this to start. still be on screen. Hold for me on to apply a second. I'm getting there. Uh, a lot of information here. A lot of things yeah. I'm calculating. So okay. So what do we got? So this thing is you know it's a bomber, kind of a bomber version of the Vulture class droid, which starts at 20 points, um, and that's you know two attack dice. Two evade dice, three hull. The bombers are two attack, two evade, five hull. So they get two more hull. Um, I think these guys, I mean, they have network calculations. I think they're fairly analogous to V19s, but they're gonna have more, they're gonna have more uh, ordnance slots um, for doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they have the network calculations. I think I think this is gonna start at 30. I'm going to say 30 for the Techno Union Bomber. Okay. All right, Carlos? Uh, my comparison is the uh, the TIE Bomber, obviously. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. Being a 2-2 on the attack and agility, it's six hole, uh, so it's a little bit more beefy, uh, but sort of the same kind of upgrade slots we're probably going to see. A couple of device, a couple of missiles, etc. Um, so I'm going to guess it's going to be priced very similar to that. The Initiative 2 base is 30 for the TIE Bomber. I'm going to guess it's going to be just slightly cheaper. Uh, so I'm going to give it 28 points. Okay. All right, uh, Joe. 38. 38. Okay. It's all part of the system. This will even out in the end. You're laughing right now as if I don't have a plan, but I, I have. I know. I know you have a plan. I'm curious what it is. I just. I'm just oh, I, all will be revealed in time. I, I know. I, I Not know. tonight. We're, we're actually. I'm gonna let you guys. Sit You're gonna let us sit on this one till next week. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna let everybody in the comments like guess too and be like, I wonder what Joe's system was. I'm like, <laughs> all right. What do we got? Somebody next? will figure it out. All right. So next up is the logistics division pilot, which is the. Resistance transport base pilot, which is initiative one. Yeah. And this is, so um, this is the larger one, the larger version of correct. the transport, not the pod. So, all right, Carlos, you want to start us off on this one? This was tough. Uh, let's see. Red coordinate, red 42. GM. Uh, Joe's taking 42. Joe's so, taking 42. Yeah, he jumped the gun on you, so he's going to take 42. 42. 100% sir. Uh, it's got a couple of cruise slots, oh, yeah, most likely. Um, trying to figure out what ship would be comparable to this. There aren't many. I mean, it it's seems pretty unique. Its stat line is pretty similar. Its stat line is pretty similar to a Y wing. Um, you know, obviously it's got some different actions, and it's got it's a more it's a crew carrier instead, so it's a little different setup, but. Mm -hmm. That's crew carriers. Um, I feel like those crew slots are built into the point cost because you're not gonna play. You're never gonna play one of these without crew on it. Yeah, that would just be silly. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Like a dump truck. Um, Let's take a dump. 
What's his purpose? You know what, Joe? I think that that forty-two points would actually be pretty pretty close to the money. I'm gonna guess forty. Undercut my bid. Because it's very versatile, and you kind of want to err on the side of caution there. If yeah. you make it too cheap, that could be pretty powerful. So especially yeah. coordinate ships. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because it's a red, it's a red coordinate, so that means it's it's a prime candidate for a tactical officer, and <laughs> yep. you know. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, this one, it's, it's stat line is very, it's, just, it's very similar to a Y wing. It's just more versatile, so I think it will be a little bit more expensive than the Y wing. Um, so like a base Y wing's thirty one. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna put this at. I'm gonna take thirty eight on the logistics. Oh, and I go pilot. low. You go over. So I like I like thirty eight on this thing. All right. So moving on to the resistant transport pod. I do a pod. Uh, the lowest initiative on here is uh, V Marathi, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, they're all named pilots for the pods. Yes. So if we go by the lowest initiative, um, that's the one with the compromising intel, which is a very good ability. Mm -hmm. um, but it is a tiny little ship. It's got three hole, one shield, two attack, two agility. It's pretty shit action bar. Uh, <laughs> oh, 30 yeah, points for sure. 30 points rough. all day. Stone Cold, lock of the century of the points. week. All right, Joe's taking 30. 30 points. Stone uh, Cold, lock of the century of the week. I think this thing is going to be pretty similar to the escape crafts. So maybe take out, obviously take out the autopilot drone because I think just cheap for a reason. Um, the cheapest, cheapest escape crafts L3 um, at 26 points. Um, I'm going to take uh, Intel condition. Is it doesn't have ability. coordinate action though. Doesn't have coordinate, no, it doesn't. But it does have. I mean, it's got jam. It's, so it's, it constantly it's has like a belt that doesn't match its shoes. It yeah, just cannot coordinate. Yeah, it's But it's it's the same attack, same evade <laughs> dice. Uh, it's the same overall health. It's one less shield and one more hull instead. Um, and I think it's. But it's. It, I feel like it. You know, it fills a pretty similar role. Um, just my. I mean, obviously, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have coordinate. Not, which In the editing process, up. Steve's gonna have to add the Jeopardy music over what he's currently do, doing. Do, 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 Funny story. My brother was actually on Jeopardy for three days. Yes, he he was. He was a winner. Yep. yep. That's cool. And he got some dumbass questions wrong, which when he's your brother is fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this thing's gonna be. I'm gonna take twenty-eight. Okay, I'm gonna go high end. I'm gonna take. 32. Pah, you're crazy. 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 Crazy like Megan Fox. <laughs> Next up. Next has, up. Pat. We shouldn't make fun of She probably has legitimate mental problems. Megan Fox. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I Megan believe Fox? so. Yeah. yeah probably. Sure, I mean, does yeah. she I have like a I don't know anything about her hands? <laughs> I hope to God you're right. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear to God, she has a complex about her hands. I think like everything that she's filmed in, like she does whatever she can to like hide her hands and scenes. I don't know. That's I heard weird. something about Megan oh. Fox hands. Hold on. Oh, geez. Really? <laughs> don't, I mean, Google I guess Megan, Megan Fox on this show. This Megan is a Fox. family program. <laughs> All right, here you go. Uh, top top uh, 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 Google search, search uh, hit. 
People still can't get over Megan Fox's toe thumbs. <laughs> oh my god, we're naming some build toe thumbs. Toe <laughs> like, thumb. The next thing I put together for X-Wing, which hopefully will be this year, I'm naming toe thumbs. I mean, I kind of think anything containing a resistance transport pod can be a toe thumb. <laughs> Why not? Oh, it's a little nubbins of a, of a, of a ship. <laughs> uh, no, you have to name a whole build that so people can be like, what do you play on? Like, toe thumbs? Toe like, thumbs. What is toe thumbs? You're like... <laughs> It's or like it's, it'll be like Chewy and two Google resistance it. transport pods. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord. Or All maybe right. five A wing. No, <laughs> I don't know. If we don't go to the next thing, I'm gonna get. Yeah. Into... All right. All right. Moving on from toe thumbs. Our favorite. We'll be back to toe thumbs. Don't worry. Our favorite movie character, Padme Amidala. Padme. Oh man. Yeah, she speaks three Joe's languages. Favorite, right? at least. Joe's favorite. All right. Let's see Padme here. So she's an initiative four. Yep. And uh, she is... Has the best ability in the game. Has a very, very good ability. While an enemy ship in your front arc defends or performs an attack, that ship can modify only one focus result. Other results can still be modified. 36. What did you say for the base cost? Oh, you said... Um, just uh, 46, 46 for the base. No, 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 <laughs> so no, 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 no. Cheaper. I, oh, I said earlier that we're working on averages this is, this here. Is part the of system the here. No, you don't bet every handed poker, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah. You bet on average. Okay. Okay. All right. Like when you have a system in blackjack, you don't like double down on every single hand. All right. All right. If this, have a if this weird ass system of yours somehow works and you win this game, we're never using this system again. It's, <laughs> If it works, I'm not revealing it. Oh, okay. Like, if I win, I'm not going to tell you what it is. We're going to continue doing this okay. until I lose. Okay. Until the system is disproven, it is fact. <laughs> it's like the flat earth theory. It is It is valid. <laughs> <laughs> it is valid. <laughs> it's valid because, like, look at it. It's flat. The, the impetus, just, yeah. just look. The impetus is on you to prove <laughs> me wrong. <laughs> So what I put for this one, Carlos, 36? That's how science yeah. works. Yeah. He said 36 Whew. for Padme. Um, okay. I think So I think Padme if is going to be... Padme's 36, I'm going to fly her all the time. Yeah, right. I think Padme is going to be aggressively priced the other way. So I think whereas the base thing is going to be... is It will be fairly cheap. I think I had that at what, like 32, I think, is what 32, I said. 32, yeah. I think Padme is going to be like one of those ships that they kind of overprice. Um I think Padme is going to be. I'll take forty-eight. Oh, that's a good By guess. the way, if they rebalance these later, I'm going to still claim them right. Fair warning. Okay. If they rebalance it later and put it back to what I said it should be. I'd be like, yeah, okay, nice, you know. All right. So, so after the next point points update six months from now. Yes, if I still get to be right later. Becomes, yes. Yeah, there's no correct. statute of limitations there's on no, me being right. There's no statute of limitations yeah. on correctness. No statute of limitations on piracy, apparently. Either. Yeah. No. All right, so you had 36, right, mm -hmm. for Padme. I took 48. Uh, what are you taking, Carlos? Uh, it's tough. Um, being in initiative four. Do we already mention when this is this is officially coming out? We get these answers this is next July. Week? Well, the points update is supposed to be week. next week. Um, well, hopefully it's the points they, update, yeah, but you don't have these week. points, will we? Uh, they should put them in there. The, the stuff all comes out July 11th. Okay. So hopefully this all will be out next week. If, if, if it's not, then we're going to have to wait in the results of this whole contest until whenever the hell they release the points for this. But we'll see. 
Except in Australia, where they have both this set already and also Yoda stories. Yes. Little shells. Yeah. Not Australia's got everything. <laughs> they got everything, man. They got everything. I'm going to go with 50. Uh, go I, think, 50? Uh, I think, yeah, 50. they got oh, air in this out of caution. Yeah. Yeah. Padme's going to be the most expensive N1 pilot, and they're going to try to make sure that she's uh, she's fairly costed. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What's Moving next? On. Rick. Rick Ollie, which is actually the initiative five pilot. I still think Padme is going to be more expensive. I think so too. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so that ability, while you defend or perform a primary attack, the speed of your revealed maneuver is higher than the enemy ships. Roll one additional die. Initiative five. What do we think, guys? God, I'm going to take. I don't want to say I, I think 32, be, but I, there it is. I think he's already taking 32. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to hear what the math on this is. Um, so <laughs> I think he's gonna be sli- I think he's gonna be a little cheaper than than Padme, even though he's higher initiative. I'm gonna take forty six. Okay, I'll take forty eight. Okay. Uh, all right. Next up. All right. Next up on the list, uh, it's gonna be uh, the resistance chance to do some broken stuff with Leia Organa. Ooh, we're getting to the upgrades so, now. The as a reminder, that is slightly. a crew with a force charge, uh, and it adds a force coordinate. And the abilities after a friendly ship reveals its style, you may spend one force. If you do, the chosen ship reduces the difficulty of that maneuver. Yeah. Now, reminder that that is not once per round, so therefore other force users, cough, cough, right. Uh, we'll be able to use this multiple times. Yeah. Which is nice. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I'm ashamed to say it, but 10. Oh, man. It's, uh, no! Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no. Are you, are you caught my system, Carlos? That's not even... I, I'm like thinking this is, twice as much. This, I'm 20. This better be as expensive as hell. Um, the... I mean, I, well, pretty much every force crew, force you know, force crew that has a adds a point. I mean, they're fairly expensive, right? I mean, they're pretty much all in the, uh, they're all in like the ten plus range generally, right? So, so we got the Grand Inquisitor's fourteen, Darth Vader's fourteen, Emperor Palpatine is eleven. Yeah, he's the cheapest. Um, he's very that's cheap. pretty cheap, relatively cheap man. for a force user. And that's a really good ability too. Uh, he's a little underutilized, some... I think, right now, but it's. You know, he doesn't have a lot of things that can carry him. That's kind of the issue. Canon Jarrus is 12. I mean, 10 points is not out of the scope of like. I think they would going, be. You know what? Maybe. She, she their, takes up two crew slots. I think they'd be out of their goddamn mind if they make up 10 points. But here's the thing. Um, now, I'm not going to say that they're not. Carlos, I want you to put me down for 10. I'm sticking with it. But I want you to put a Barry, Bear, uh, Barry Bond style asterisk next to that and then put in parentheses 20. And we'll see if weeks from now, when we find out the actual point cost of this, I can remember why I put an asterisk on this one. Okay. And I'm going to have to, I'll probably amuse myself quite a bit on that one. <laughs> so we're going to probably have to take like an editing break where you cut out me laughing at why I think that is. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> um, why are you I making me edit, Joe? Down. God what? damn it. Don't make me edit. No editing. Um, <laughs> boo. Boo. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take 22 on Leia. I think she'll be two. You must be mad. I think she'll be just shy of uh, Luke. Hey, Carlos, you know, I took 22, right? Why? Because if you got 22, you busted. You busted. 
Yeah, yeah, but bitches. I don't know. Looking at so initially, I thought I was like twenty, yeah, but looking at all those other crew carriers, there's really no reason for it to be that high. I, there's versatility there, but I mean, would you have played? Would you have paid eleven points for in one point I don't think you would have. No, no, not even close. I'm gonna say six for a soft focus and and like. Helping out one maneuver turn, I wouldn't have paid eleven. Yeah, points. it's but it's, it, not it's just a good one ability. Maneuver turn when you throw around Ray, it's three maneuvers possibly. It's yeah, yeah. like it's. Remember, remember, okay, remember taking up two crew slots in one point zero and paying eight points yeah. for for the Emperor and being like, Jesus, that's expensive. Yeah, put three more points on that and tell me that's worth it. Like, this is, better, or, this is better than the Emperor. No, it's not. I think no, so. the one point zero Emperor. It's good. The reason being is post nerf on Emperor. How I don't know what the nerf even was. So they made you. They made you. It's the force coordinate. Yeah, it's the it's the force coordinate. The force coordinate makes it good. It's just so it's so so versatile. You can use this thing for yeah. Changing one die result the turn was also really good. So yeah, it was. But this so this could change. This can you know. So let's say on Ray, where you have three force point tokens to work with. You could have three ships doing red maneuvers that are now white. Yeah, Leia does that now. Yeah, but she only does it once every three turns at most. And she also doesn't add a free uh, coordinate. She doesn't add a coordinate action. Um, yeah, and that's Ray at initiative five passing yeah. a coordinate. And that's, yeah, and that's, and that's being able to do it, not, at the, not having to choose it at the beginning of the round, but being able to choose it as the round goes on. So it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a you know... I'm going to pass this on is like, okay, so this guy is in more trouble than I thought he was in. So I am going to decrease him. So that he still has an action. This guy I don't care about because he, he's, he's not really in the fight. So I'm going to, I'm going to save it on him and then I'll use this force point to coordinate somebody else. Oh, I'm by no like, means saying that she's not broke ass sexual chocolate, but like she's not better than the best thing that was ever in 1.0 for a crew. Uh, I don't know. I kind of think so. I think this. I think yeah, this, you played Palpatine for like a year and a half. Exactly, which is why I think so. Eh. It's more versatile. It, ha, it 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 can have a lot more overall impact on the game. I could be proven wrong. So ten points. It, put it in the parentheses for twenty, and I'll tell you why later. Yeah. I, oh, the other thing too is that this card yeah. has a lot of potential for like other things to come out and suddenly make it even better. Like this is one of those cards that can just be made to made like. Palpatine was a very set like this is what it does. It's good no matter what. There wasn't really anything that made Palpatine better. Like this can be made a lot better with other ships and other things that come out that just play off of it. So I'd argue that when Palpatine I mean, came uh, out, he was broken, uh, and then the Inquisitor came out, and I just didn't want to play anymore. So I mean, well, yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is like there was nothing that intrinsically made Palpatine's ability better, whereas this ability can, can let me kind ask of you a question. grow. Is this better? Than Chancellor Palpatine slash Dersidious. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because there's two things that are the same: is the Force, and then there's the uh, Force coordinate. So those two things are exactly the same. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Palpatine Dersidious actually is two abilities in one technically because you can actually change it mid game. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being. Um, the opponent getting one stress token is kind of like a rebel captive. And then the other uh, being uh, the kind of super coordinate where you can 
you can do a coordinate action, gain one stress token, then you gain a focus token. Um, so is that, is Leia still necessarily better? I actually don't think the new Palpatine is very good. So, yeah. I think Leia is better. I think Leia is just more versatile. I, I, it's just a versatility thing with Leia. Just like, just because I think the Leia ability, like the, the rebel Leia is so good uh, for what it is. And it's it has like a weird limit to it. This doesn't really have a limit at all. It can, it can be used kind of willy nilly. You can do it every round. Yeah. You can do it at least once every round and you get to do it. You get to choose to do it when the ship moves. So as opposed to, as opposed to having to say blanket across the board, I'm doing it at the beginning of the turn. Uh, I think that just makes it even more versatile because if it becomes obvious that, that you don't need to do it, then you just don't do it. And then you can do a purple coordinate instead, or you just, or you save it. For so the it, it helps pilots like me and numb. Uh, yeah. or Elo, well, Elo not now because his are white anyways, but Nian Nam where um, if you do it with like Pattern Analyzer, you are assuming that you might have to boost to get into range one. Yeah. But if you don't, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Just do the yeah. talent roll and then let it be red because you're going to strip the, eva uh, the stress anyways. Yeah. So I, th I think this is crazy so. good. I mean, you know, you can and you can also pair it with you can also pair it with um, some of the stuff that like uh, was it Corsella? I think the the uh, the crew card that lets you when you do a blue maneuver, you remove all your stress. So if you've got some of those abilities right. that like that allow you to just stack up a bunch of stress by taking red actions while you're stressed, like there's one of those other the other upgrade that lets you uh, as long as you have two or few uh, like two or fewer stress tokens, you can kind of keep doing of. Uh, coordinate and jam yeah, actions the, the crew that did that yeah, yeah so like it, you could pair it with that and like so you could do a white maneuver and turn it into a blue maneuver and clear three stress tokens you know <laughs> like it's I, I just think there's a lot more versatility to this um to, to lay i just there's just a ton of versatility that's interesting yeah that's, that's yeah that could be pretty good so i mean you know just another and again these may not all be great right now but it's it's one of those things like who knows what's gonna you don't know you don't know what's gonna come out there's always there's so many cards in x-wing over the history of x-wing that have been essentially dead in a ditch until something came out to set them off and you know all of a sudden came yeah. out of nowhere and you're like holy crap that you know now it's awesome because it finally had the right thing i think dead eye is the most classic example of that in 1.0 dead eye dead eye was like until you realize complete, everything's broken when you have 14 upgrades yeah dead eye was complete and utter garbage until the jump masters came out and nobody played it <laughs> so so yeah anyways um all right that's enough about leia what's what do we got next we got emelyn holdo hold reminder that ability is before you engage you may choose another friendly ship at range one or two you may transfer to that ship one token of any type that uh that ship does not have that ship may transfer one token to you of a type you do not have 11 points a little getting another beer. <laughs> what is it joe's taking 11 on on holdo um okay gosh I, actually that's that's i think that may be his best guess yet um yeah that's a good one holdo is i mean this is this is super good i mean just the ability to the build the ability to like take ion tokens and weapons disabled tokens and just push those around the board <laughs> to places where they don't matter as much is and, and then also you know obviously focus and evades and other other things um the top the top well the token stack uh is specifically one that's good because 
you don't necessarily need Poe anymore to, you know, just do a target lock with, with a T70 and then just pass them a focus. Yeah. Um, it's very useful. Yeah. Um, and remember, you don't have to transfer one for one. It's it says. Oh yeah, you, you can you may trans- transfer one yeah. to them, and then you, can, you may transfer one back. Like it, yeah. you don't have to do one for one. Yeah, you can do one or the other. Yeah. Um, for the record, these are not guesses. These are very scientific. Scientific. <laughs> this is scientific science right here. Science. He blinded me with science. So I think uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take twelve points on Holdo. I Stops think. copying me. It's not copying you. Um, I'm gonna take ten. <laughs> ten, yeah. Also stops copying me. <laughs> um, all right. What do we got next? Breaking on. I'm already Porcella. So this is the one where um, after a blue maneuver, you can clear all your stress tokens. Man, I yeah. Um, take some losses on this one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with six points for Corsella. Think it's, oh, this is a crew. Yeah, it's a crew card. Oh, this card. is not the pilot of the No, 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 no. Crew card. No, unfortunately, this is going to be nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah. It's not my favorite pick. Mm. Carlos? I may regret this one later. <laughs> regret. But I did I'm trying it. to think oh, about what way. this relates to. I am not. can't really think of anything, but... Yeah. Um, it really, it's just going to work really well in these transports. Um, so I don't think it's going to be pretty broken. Yeah, I mean, it's limited to seven. Okay. Yeah, it's limited to the transports, really. It's not, it, it can it can set off some cute tricks, I think, with the transports, but I don't know if it's um, if it's anything to be super worried about. So, yeah. all right, what there else? There's not a lot of multiple stress mechanics in, in 2.0 anymore. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, getting the panic pilot stuff, but yeah, trying to tech for getting two out of 33 cards in a damage deck is not good. Yeah. Uh, passive sensors is the next one. That one, oh man, I, I don't know. That's have how you sense monster. when the wife's being passive aggressive? <laughs> yep, that's yes. what it is. Uh, so this one is, it's an action. You spend one charge. You can only perform this action in your perform action step. While your charge is oh, inactive, right. you cannot be coordinated. Before you engage, if your charge is inactive, you may perform a calculate or target lock action. Oh, God. The fact this is going to be 14 really does bother me. Yeah. 14 Um, points? Oh, yeah. You think it's going to be that expensive? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Well, we're going to go with your... um, I think this is going to be... See, this is a system slot. Um, it's not going to be advanced sensors expensive. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take six. I'm going to put it there with the collision detector. I will take eight. I think it's going to be a little bit more than collision detector. Remember that if, in one point, collision detector was free. Yeah. The collision detector also didn't do nearly that much. And pretty much in 1.0, pretty much all it did was make it so that you didn't take crits on rocks so or debris but which is why you just you threw it as a freebie on the all shuttle. it did is make you think that you weren't wasting that sensor slot yeah exactly made you feel better about the sensor slot uh all right what, what's up next we got r2c4 which uh is 
five points. While you perform an attack, you may spend one evade token to change one focus result to a hit result. Yeah, so this is gonna. This is obviously specifically oh, geared like be good. towards the, the the Naboo Starfighter. Um, this is kind yeah. of like what well, this is kind of like uh, advanced optics for the uh, for the the, the Naboo Starfighter. Um, I see that. Let's see. What does advanced optics run at? Uh, I want to say it's four points. It is four points. points. Yeah. So I will take four points as well. I'll take four points for this thing because I think it's it's kind of it's geared really just for that one ship and it, it's basically doing like an advanced advanced optics trick. So a modestly priced. What do you think, Jeff? Oh, I said five already. I already took five. All right. What do you got there, Carlos? Five, four. You guys took the two melees that I probably would have taken for this. You can um, copy. I mean, it's, it's this is the clip. Above or below. Yeah. You, you can. Yeah, you it's, can. it's either going to be four and I want to take I didn't know there was a tactical advantage to blurting it out first. Six. Is that a thing I should have been doing? Uh, blurting it out so you guys couldn't take that number? No, you can copy amazing numbers. Number I don't think it'll be that expensive. Oh. Because of the opportunity cost. You Call have to have an evade. You have to spend the evade. Yeah. So I'm going to go with three. Okay. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be four. Yeah. Uh, plasma torpedoes. That's going to be an exciting one. Plasma torpedoes. So that's uh, three attack dice out of the front arc with two charges, range two to three, the missile restriction. So no bonus range bonuses. Uh, attack target lock. Spend one charge during the neutralized result steps. Crit results are canceled before hit results. After the attack hits, the defender loses one shield. Um. This is going to be cheaper than Protons. Better or worse than Proton? It's going to be cheaper than Protons, for sure. I think it's a, just just simply because of the amount of dice. It's just a th because it's a three die instead of a four die. That that alone is kind of the difference maker. Um, so what do we have? 12 currently on Plasmas. Um, I'm going to take eight. I'm going to take eight for the Plasma Torpedoes. Oh, if it's eight points, I'm going to be running those all day. There, it'll be very solid at eight. Might yeah. go with 10. Okay, 10. I'm taking 15. 15 for Joe. <laughs> oh, man. The price torpedo just keeps going up and up. Yeah. Up, up, up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, They'll be the same cost right. torpedoes when they come out. I could see that. I could see Proton torpedoes still going up. Uh, just There's a lot of damage on here. They're egregious. Only if but, the ship um, actually has shit. They kind of have to like bump them up and then bring the uh, plasma torpedoes at a lower cost to make sure that they. I actually get used, but it'll be the same price. It'll be fifteen. We'll see. Um, well, DBS four hundred four twelve. Right now, yeah. Yes, right now. Yeah. DBS four hundred four. All right. Uh, so next guy, DBS four hundred four Hyena class bomber. Uh, do you want to take this one, uh, Steve? Yeah, sure. So it's your favorite, uh, yeah, this guy's funny. So DBS four hundred four. Uh, he's an initiative four. Uh, his ability is you can perform primary attacks at range zero while you perform an attack at range zero to one. You must roll one additional die after the attack hits. You suffer a critical damage. Um, so this guy is just kind of on the countdown clock to kill himself, but <laughs> um, he does look amusing. So, all right, where do we think this guy is going to be? All right, let's get a, a little refresher. What did we all say for the for the the Techno Union bombers before. So Joe said 38. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I said 28, and mm -hmm. you said 30. Okay. 
fascinating stuff. Um, this guy's gonna be twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the matter of factness. Oh, um, all day for shiz. Yeah, all day, all day. All day. Stone cold lock of the century. Out of week. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take thirty-seven on this guy. Okay. Uh, what do you want? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. All right. Carlos, as a Giants fan, yeah. you know where the Stone Cold Lock of the Century of the Week comes from, right? Oh, is it the the, um, the Sunday? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't forget. I'm really bad with names. Oh man! Isn't that guy you that Google this, you're gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> you're gonna Google this and be like, "That's what he's talking about." Yeah. Jeez, Joe, get some taste. Talking about Chris Berman or something? No, no. The Stone Cold Lock of the Century of the Week. No. Will be Googled during the uh, Florida Man segment earlier today. Yeah. And on the second half of the episode, everybody's going to be like, Joe, you're uh, not allowed Carl's... to reference anything. <laughs> you can't swim. Google it in the middle of the episode. That's cheating, Carlos. <laughs> uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Aqua Teen. <laughs> um, oh, what's the next Electro one? Proton Bomb. Electro Proton Bomb. Steve, put 85 it on board, buddy. So we've got uh, one charge during the system phase. You may spend one charge to drop an electro proton bomb with the one straight template, then place one fuse marker on that device. This card's charge cannot be recovered. So it's a one-time use only device. Uh, let's compare it to the other device here. So the most expensive device currently is the Connor Nets, the Dark One Probe Droids, and the Proximity Mines at six points. Um, six points <laughs> yeah feels cheap um, for this thing so the biggest deal with this thing is that it's range 0 to 2 and then it's always going to do something you roll 4 dice this one is, that's terrible name the, the, the name is hurtful yes. um, it's like literally they have a flow chart where they just name things based on like <laughs> yeah. things they found on a dartboard yeah so when this de device detonates, each ship at range 0 to 2 rolls four attack dice. Each ship loses one shield for each blank result, gains one ion token for each focus and hit result, and gains one disarm token for each crit result. Is there been a bomb yet that hits at 0 to 2? Is this no, the first one? This first no, one. this is the first yeah, one. Yeah, 17 points. Um, I feel like this can be pretty expensive. This feels kind of like the nuclear option, um, throwing it out there. So... Plus, it's got the fuse thing, so it's got the the, the delay thing, um, and then you can, you know, if you try to if you try to pull some nim shenanigans with this, you can you can hold it on the board and make just create a giant swath of the board nobody wants to fly in. Um, I'm gonna take fifteen. Oh, Steve, so high! Damn it! Damn it! So high! That so was high. what I was gonna do. Really? I'll do sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Wow. Yep. Guys are crazy. Yeah, crazy. Why did you say something that high? Crazy. All right, what's next? Uh, so we're going to the transport pod now. Dun 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 dun. BB-8, which is the uh, Initiative Three version. So back uh, we did uh, V Marathi, which is the uh, cheapest one. Yeah. Though I could argue that that's probably one of the better abilities. Um, but yeah. BB-8 is uh, during the system phase, you may perform a red barrel roll or boost action. It's, it's okay. Yeah. So you guys get this for the bargain price of 26 points? What did you? Okay. What was uh, What was my guess 
it was it 28? Or was my guess? For uh, the, your guess for Viva Marade was 28, yes. 28. Um, I'm going to take, I think this, uh, gosh, I, uh, I'm going to take 29 on BB-8. Seems to be really close. You said 29? Yeah. I'll do 27. 27. All right, what's up next? Uh, Sandwich Pamich. How many more do we have left? Just a few more. Just okay, okay. Eight, we're not doing every eight. single card in the wave. We're just doing we're, some every highlights. Case. Yeah. Just two dozen more cards, Joe. Just, just you, two you dozen. You can hang on. Just I got this. I got this. I'm good. All right, Pamich. Uh, so Pamich, Pamich is the transport, uh, the rebel resistance transport. Uh, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may execute red maneuvers even while stressed. Good ability. Yep. 36 is so expensive for a sandwich, but that's what I'm paying. I'm paying 36. 36 for a sandwich? 36 for a sandwich. 36. Uh, logistic division pilot, uh, you went 38, Steven. I went 38. Yeah, so I'm going to say... I'm going to go 42 think, on Pamich. I, I think we went a little high on the uh, I think logistics yes, yeah, division pilot. I think I'm going to keep it even. I'm just going to keep it 40 as well. Hedging your bets, I, I, man. I don't like my initial Plain bet for safe. 40. There's no going back. Don't, don't go back to Rockville. I feel okay about 38. But, you know, we'll see. Steve's we'll see. confident one. All right, what do we got next? Uh, so we got the TA-175 Solitary Tactical Relay for the droids. Yes. After a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with Calculate on its action bar is destroyed, each friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with the Calculate and its action bar gains one calculate token. Man. Yeah, so we've talked about this one before, and I and I think what I originally said about it was that if it's cheaper than Kraken, I'm taking it every time instead of Kraken. Um, and it's a steal at six? Kraken's Joe's 10. Going, yeah, Kraken's 10. Joe's taking six. Joe's going with six. Yeah, I'm going to mm -hmm. say this is pretty close to Kraken. I'm going to say it's... I'm going to go with eight. I keep taking my picks. Ha. Uh -huh. I'm going to go with seven. Seven. All right. Last but not least, delayed fuses. Delayed. Um, what is that? Uh, is that a mod? It, it is, is mod. a mod. Yes. I think you drop, you... launch, Great. or place a bomb. Or mine. Or mine. Uh, you may place one fuse marker on that device. You get to play Nim for at least one turn. Yep, and you can do it to mines, which is kind of interesting because you can you can throw it out there, run it over with your own ship once. Yep, <laughs> and be okay. Um, well, trust the system. Trust the system. Trust the system. Uh, delayed fuses. I don't think this is going to be that expensive. I don't um, either, but trust the system. Trust the system. Uh, I'm going to put this one at, I'm going to go with six, six points on the delayed fuses. I'm going to go Carlos with five. Was... Joe? I'm, I'm trusting the system going 12. 12 points. 12 points. All right. So if we're playing golf rules, right? Yeah. Yep. We might. We need to do just one more card because it'll it'll complete eighteen. Okay, let's do angle oh, wow, deflectors we've done then. Seventeen of these. You guys are gluttons for punishment. Well, all right. Well, we'll throw in angle deflectors. 
So deflectors. Yep. Last call. It adds the uh, reinforce action and it removes one shield. It requires one shield and a small or medium base ship. Uh, after you fully execute a blue maneuver, remove all of your stress tokens. Ugh. And you get a Wait, coordinate what? action. I totally forgot I had that. Yeah. Is that real? That's a thing. That's what it says here on Yasby. Oh, so unless Yasby's lying to me again. Yaz- it Yaz- might be lying. Yasby lied to me. I think, it, I think it, I'm pretty sure it just had flavor text. Okay, let's take a look. Let's dun, let's do a dun, Google dun, image dun, search. Dun, because Yasby lied to me last week and I was I was like, really? Thanks. I think, uh, think Yasby keeps adding solitary to random things too. It'll be interesting to see if that's Yeah, good. I don't know why it keeps putting solitary on things. That's I mean it'd be interesting if that's Yeah, true. it's just flavor text. Okay, it's just flavor text. There's mm-hmm. no other ability now. Well, I was going to say, for that? Oh, my God. That would be really nice. Feel I'll go last like on this I've one. I've been lied to. Oh, man. You guys are going deep into that in that. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, angle deflectors. This is also a mod slot. Um, I'm going to say four points. Ugh. Joe? Ugh. Taking 16 based on the idea that you get all your stress gone, too. <laughs> That's my caveat. Well, that. that's not part of it. This is the 18th hole of Mulligan here. Based on the um, eyes. Yes, did you guys it. see the No, no, no. Actually, art. Carlos? Carlos. Yeah? Put me down for zero. I'm taking my Mulligan on this one. Put me down for zero. I like that. I, I think I, it's closer I to zero that guess. I love what that the guess. system says. <laughs> I love the guess because yes, it's 18. Uh, did you guys read the article that did all the math on the angle deflectors? I no, clearly did. I did not. I did not. <laughs> well, it basically said that you would have to be fired upon. I think it said three or more times for this to make sense. Um, and then only have one agility for it to really make a difference. Yeah. As far as like compared so, to losing the shield. Yep. I'm taking a drop, taking a mulligan. Compared to losing a shield. Yeah. Uh, I almost want to give my balls this and fill points. in my divot and call in zero. <laughs> Those are all things but I've heard. It, it can't courses. be given negative points because it, it would, be it would make, you know, uh, it can't be negative. Yeah. The the reason being is just it will be, it'll, it can make things better just as far as a list goes, um, just to be able to save points on a ship. But I'm going to go with just one. Okay. I, I, uh, in it, my initial feelings about this card was like, oh man, this is broken as shit. And then after I saw the math, I was like, no, this sucks. This is terrible. Uh, but that's we'll what math does to you, bro. Yep. So, all right. Well, that that's eighteen. That's eighteen holes. Eighteen holes. We're gonna uh, hopefully get all these points next week and count this up, and we can uh, determine a winner. But uh, if not next week, then whenever the whenever the points for the for the way four actually come out. Um, so that's that. Which is uh, rumored to be July 11th. Uh, when it July 11th is the date that they have been telling people. So that's the, that's the date Australia. that they sent in that Two, letter to Australia or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Dear Australia. Two days before our hyperspace trial. Yeah. Now, apparently they've been showing, uh, they've been showing up on shelves at Barnes and Nobles across the country. So if you're, if you're looking to get uh, your wave four stuff and you, you can't wait, you, you can go find it at a Barnes and Noble. Although I think we all suggest just waiting for your, 
You can't play it at a tournament right now, anyways. So just we don't have any points for it. So you, can't you don't have any points for it. So you really don't know what it is. Yeah. So just wait, wait till it's at your local friendly game store and buy it from them. We want to keep those places in business. Um, That's true. Although our local Barnes and Noble is also friendly. I do. You know, I I don't. You know, Barnes and Noble. I I would, I would like to keep them around around as well because I feel like they're yeah. a little bit of a dying animal. But you know, the guy that runs the one by us, his kid used to work for me. Ah, okay. All right. You know. Good kid. So, anyways, Barnes and Noble is not, ter- not, not, not terrible. Not not terrible. You know. <laughs> You know, we all took. I know. I know. We all took advantage of their, or a lot of us took advantage of their uh, accidental buy one get one free on X Wing products. That was the one that was on the internet, right? Yeah. Well, I know one guy that didn't. Then. Yeah. Well, you were you weren't gonna buy any X Wing stuff anyway, so. I bought other things. I don't know if it was anything. Destiny that, packs were included. Oh, it was Destiny packs in there too. Yeah, but just somehow you had to like manipulate the thing to get enough Destiny packs to get free shipping to make it worth it, which at a dollar yeah. fifty a piece isn't gonna work and. It was it, it was you had to buy a lot of packs. You had to buy like board games and then like throw packs also on your order. Oh, okay. You had to do some weird thing. Yeah, okay. and I don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. So all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, hit up the Florida news desk, and we'll be right back. Oh, that Florida man. <laughs> oh, Florida man or woman. <laughs> this week in Florida, Florida man gets a theme song. Welcome back to the second half of the Florida Man Plays X-Wing podcast. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Star Wars Celebration and uh, cons in general, actually. So um, we want to talk about Celebration just because uh, they just announced, you know, they announced the dates not too long ago, um, August 27th through the 30th of 2020 next year at the Anaheim Anaheim Convention Center in California, Anaheim, California. Um, And then the tickets also go on sale 
Friday, June 21st at 9 a.m. Pacific time, so in a couple days. So, yes, two days from where we're sitting, and then by the time we uh, get around to posting this up, like a day It'll be and like, a uh, yeah, you know, like a day and a half, two like days. You're going to listen to this and be like, shit, turn this podcast off and let's go sign up go for a celebration. Sign up for celebration. That's way more important than this. Yeah. Which so, is. so the, the kind of interesting thing about celebration this year is that they, uh, they moved the date like way back. I mean, no, normally this is like a springtime kind of uh, convention, but. It's back in the end of August now, and it's it's one week before a very busy convention weekend and Labor Day, mm. Labor Day weekend. So La- Labor Day weekend uh, being like Dragon Con, PAX Prime, and Nova are the three that I can think of off the top of my head. So, well, if you're an X Wing fan, I mean, these are big events for you. These are these are kind of the crux of your year right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's a lot of be... overlapping. So. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on that weekend, and um, you know, it, it's it kind of sucks that they 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 stuck it over there, and they they made it such an incredibly crowded like week and a half basically, because <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that 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 go to both Celebration and or Pax Prime or Dragon Con or Nova. I mean, if the wife will give you a hall pass, you should just stay out, like. Go to Dragon Con and just don't come home for like a few well, days. Go to just go to, oh, you go to Anaheim. I'd have to go to Anaheim first. Oh, Anaheim is before Dragon before Con? Before Dragon, yeah. Oh, it's in August? You said? Yes, August. Oh, August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go to Celebration and just continue celebrating. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Just, uh, do you guys think the timing of it has, has anything to do with any kind of new releases or anything like that? Well, or we were wondering about that before the show. We were talking about possible. how, I mean, the saga is going to be done. The, the actual saga will be done in December, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to imagine Disney, who, as I understand it, like to make money, will be doing something after that. They're going to need to announce relatively soon. Well, they, they made some kind of general announcements about movies. Um, there's not going to be any movie next year. Um, we have to go a whole year without a Star Wars movie? Uh, a couple years, I think. Our two favorite writers are going to be... Uh... I think 2022 is the next... DB yeah. and Douchebag? Yeah, DB Weiss and David yep. Benioff are doing mm-hmm. their trilogy... Um, I think it's a trilogy, at least, uh, however many movies they're making. I think it'll probably be two full movies and a very truncated third movie that'll be the last about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, too soon? Too soon. No, what'll happen is they'll get they'll they'll do the first two movies, they'll be freaking incredible. Oh, and yeah. then they'll get a and then they'll get a job doing Star Trek movies. And they'll just like they'll it's just phone incredibly in the high one. standards and then disappoint and then phone it in. Uh like we'll see. This is our Father's Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so i don't i don't know i mean they may have some particular reason for the timing uh who knows but regardless it's it does make for a very tight convention weekend for people who who do there are people who go to you know because it's easier to, to go to celebration in the springtime and then go to dragon con or prime or nova and on labor day weekend because they're, they're months apart but now you got them back if you got them back to back like that and across the country when in, in terms of dragon con and nova I know um, a guy. That's a lot of travel time. That skipped a lot Dragon of Con to go to Prime. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, I know. You gotta I, make, and I, and I literally you gotta choices. I bring it up to him every time I see him. I see him once a week at Taco Tuesday, and you know what? I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor Jasper. Poor Jasper. Yeah, Jas- Jasper skipped Dragon Con for for Pax Prime one time, and we just, he's just never just hears the end of it. Not be able to live that. Nah, down. not not living that one down. So uh, the other thing, um, you know, obviously they, it's out in Anaheim. Uh, that may have something to do with the fact that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge just opened out there. Um, That'll be like the first weekend we can actually get in there. Uh, no, it's no, it's open now. Yeah, 
Galaxy's Edge is open. No, no, no. A couple weeks ago. I get what they. You can't see it over the radio, but finger quotes are oh, open. Okay. Like, that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can get in there if you want to do it for about four and a half minutes. I think it's if you really want to go, yeah. If you really want to go to Galaxy's Edge, you should probably book for Labor Day weekend after Celebration leaves town. You should probably wait till Celebration leaves yeah. town <laughs> if you want to go to Anaheim. <laughs> Galaxy's All the nerds Edge. are gone. Yeah. So. Uh, what so, kind yeah, of stuff so, would you be able to do there? Oh God! Oh, what? It, uh, what kind of stuff? You can build a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar droid. Yeah, man. apparently you can build a twenty-five thousand yeah, so dollar. Here's a news article that I read over Steve's shoulder earlier. Apparently, you can pay Disney now twenty-five thousand dollars to go to one of their theme parks, make a custom-built droid, and have it shipped to you in ninety days. Yeah, but it's twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, roughly so that, the cost of every car I've ever owned, including the one I'm currently trying to pay off. <laughs> I, I think this is this Which is not, doesn't even have four doors. Yeah, I don't think this is three. A, much less than what I've spent on every car I've ever owned combined. <laughs> three doors. <laughs> Wait, is it like decisions? Is it a, is it a coup with like a hatchback or what? It's a, no, yeah, no, one of. on the driver's side, two on the passenger side. Yes, three it, doors. It has one kind of mini door on the passenger side, and it's a, it is a hatchback. It is, yeah. Um, the Velociraptor I, is a strange, you know what I'll say? You know what I'll say? Strange you can fit, beast, like an ungodly amount of stuff in that. Thing you really now. can. Like yeah. it's it's kind of ridiculous how much crap you can fit in that car. Like for driving up to. It's kind of ridiculous down. how much crap the wives found at recent garage sales. In the yeah, back, that they put in the back of my car. Yeah, right. Um, so it, it's actually been our kind of our dragon. It's been our Dragon Con car the past couple of years, just because of how much how much stuff how much been booze doing. you can get in the back and still fit yeah. human beings. Yeah, exactly. Which is we're not used to having that much room for for booze. Mm. Um, it has worked out well. Yeah. So it's uh yeah it's it's crazy how much stuff you can fit. Speaking in Speaking of booze and Dragon Con, yeah, you know the Redux after we had dumped the whole original segment that we recorded and then didn't hit the record button. Ah. Bar to D2. Yes. We're actually going to do an entire segment where we just do an ode to an amazing cultural phenomenon that is at the, you know, the center of the ley lines of us liking to, to travel for various Star Wars, you know, ridiculousness. Yeah. With booze. Mm-hmm. Carlos, I don't know if you're aware or not. Or if we've told you four to five times tonight, because we keep, you know, fucking up the recordings and don't have these on it. <laughs> About bar two D two. Tell me about bar two D two. Bar two D two. Like you've never heard of it. All right, cool. I've never heard of it. What is it? Steve, take it away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So so there's this guy that goes to Dragon Con. Who uh, designed and built his own uh, his own droid that uh, is just carries around booze? It has a liquor dispenser. Oh Jesus! And okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Uh, we we messed this segment up several times, so Steve doesn't want to do it again. But I'm gonna take it. No, with, we're doing it. Oh, we're doing we're doing. It. All right, fine. I'm gonna do it with the the grandeur that it requires. Okay, give it the grandeur. The grandeur. You had a cup. <laughs> what are you cupping over there? <laughs> He's cupping things. I don't, I'm not. I don't know what's oh, going no. on. <laughs> All right, back on track. Back, back. on track. <clears throat> Listen, we've talked about some conventions tonight. We've talked about them several times. We have done a lot. <laughs> there are many conventions out there that are amazing. 
there is Star Wars Celebration. It's an entire convention dedicated entirely to Star Wars, which is like, if you told me that 30 years ago as a younger man, like, you know, like a young Joe, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> I wouldn't believe you that conventions were a thing at all. If you told me as a younger man there were gaming conventions, you could just go and play all the games you love for, you know, 72 hours somewhere in Ohio and or Indianapolis, I wouldn't have believed you for that either. Yeah. I uh, I wouldn't believe you if, if you told me there were anime cons because nobody, you know, who would be that crazy, <laughs> but apparently that's a thing. Momocon? <laughs> yeah, that we're all just of, that. There's plenty of weebs out there. It's fine. But there is one convention that is near and dear to all of our hearts, and I would like to make a quick sales pitch for it. And by quick, I mean I'm going to drag the shit out for like next 15 minutes, so just like <laughs> hit the skip button. <laughs> Dragon Con is the greatest convention in the entirety of the in just history. There's never been anything as cool as Dragon Con. And in an effort to sell you on Dragon Con, you Star Wars loving and beer drinking nerds out there, there's a thing called Bar 2D2. And I don't know the guy that created Bar 2D2, although I've met him. Yeah. But I was drunk. Yes. So I don't remember his name. But Bar 2D2 is a robot shaped vaguely like R2-D2 that a gentleman created. It's dome-shaped. It's got wheels. It drives around. It's a little taller. It's taller. A, little, a lot. It's a lot significantly taller. Yeah. taller. Kenny Baker it's was actually a wee like man. Kenny Baker, God rest his soul, was a wee man. Yeah. Bar 2-D2 is roughly as tall as me because I'm not a tall man. And the bottom of Bar 2-D2 is a refrigerated cabinet that will dispense beers. Yeah. And the top of Bar 2-D2 in the dome area is a bunch of liquor bottles that will pour you mixed drinks based on how the algorithm in this droid-based thing works. Yeah. Bar 2D2 is amazing. But what's most amazing about Bar 2D2 is that he was at Dragon Con. He's been at Dragon Con for several years now. If you Google search Bar 2D2, and I've said this many, many, many a time to anyone that'll listen, and quite a few who won't. One of the amazing things about other conventions is that you get to go, nerds get to go and meet their heroes, the celebrities, the amazing people, the creators that make the things they love. Mm -hmm. Dragon Con takes that paradigm and flips it on its head by allowing these these content creators and actors and and you know celebrities to come and legitimately see their fans. So if you Google Bar Two D Two, and this is the most sentimental thing you'll ever hear on this entire podcast, <laughs> if you Google Bar Two D Two about Three lines down, there's an amazing photograph of Nathan Fillion, who we love dearly. Yeah, everybody loves Nathan Fillion. Oh, everyone loves Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Um, he was on, obviously, Firefly. He's on Con Man. He was on The Rookie. He was on Castle. Yeah. My wife met him and then didn't bother to tell me that she was talking to him for about a half an hour. We, me either. I was standing there, yeah, too. Yeah, we were all standing there. The wife talked to him for about a half an hour. Then later, I was like, hey, by the way, I've spent the last half hour talking to Nathan Fillion. And I'm like, the shit you did. Yeah. She's like, well, you guys were too drunk. You should have, like, turned around. But anyway. There's a picture of Nathan Fillion being amazed at the craftsmanship of Bar 2D2. Yeah. <laughs> like, legitimately being like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen because Dragon Con is this magical place where, like, the cool people are like, man, you nerds are actually pretty all right. Yeah. Like, I almost kind of wish I was one of you. I mean, almost, because obviously, like, well, obviously, yeah, I'm rich and famous. So doing a little better that, than the rest but, of us are. But, yeah. But he looked genuinely amazed. I, I, Invite everybody to go look up that picture and understand how cool it is to be a nerd and have Nathan Philly and be like, man, you fucking yeah. nerds are all right. I, I will say one of the cool things about Dragon Con is just seeing the, uh, is just like 
you know, because it's in the it's in the hotels, not a convention center, so it never really closes. You can, you know, the drinking never really stops. Um, and it's kind of interesting to watch the uh, the guests, so celebrity types, you know, kind of come out after their panels are over and after they're done, you know, signing autographs and that kind of stuff, and grab grab drinks and party in the in the kind of open areas with the uh, with with everybody that's there. And you can you'll you'll see them wandering around like you'll see them wandering around taking pictures of of costumes and stuff. I mean, oh for sure. Yeah, like I I remember uh, I remember seeing um, oh, what's her name the uh, chick from the guild um, Felicia Day Felicia Day yeah Felicia Day uh, was like all over the place the, the last time she came to Dragon Con and she was like t- just taking pictures of like every person in a costume she could find. <laughs> um, it was you know it was pretty funny. Here's the thing I shouldn't do but I'm going to. For everybody that's played against, there's a friend of the show named Travis. He's a local here in Jacksonville. Yeah, he's about as local as it gets. He was my roommate several times. Yes. Who? If you, everybody that uh, has played against Travis and lost to him, if you ever want to see the most embarrassing picture of Travis ever, the picture of Just come him. Come find me. The picture of him with Michael Hogan. Yeah. Who is uh, Colonel Ty from Battlestar Galactica? Is the most exuberant you'll ever see any human yes. being in the history of ever. So like if you if you like are salty for a loss to Travis, oh my God, do we have yeah. the most embarrassing. No, so no, like so imagine so imagine Travis dressed in up in a suit no less. Well yes, yeah, because he was dressed up as John yeah. Travolta from yeah, Pulp Fiction. John Travolta, yeah. yeah. Same haircut. <laughs> so, same haircut. No so way. he was doing the he was doing uh John Travolta from Pulp Fiction and then and then ran into Mike well, I found Michael Hogan and then he uh and then he showed up and it was like the happiest moment of Travis's life, and that picture. Just it's the happiest was, I've ever seen anyone oh, in my yeah. entire life. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was a. It was a scary amount of joy. Actually, it was a little frightening. Um, but there's our sales pitch for <laughs> specifically Dragon Gone, even more specifically Bar Two D Two. I need this picture. Of my even life, more by specifically, way. I'll send it to you. Nathan Fillion looking at Bar Two D Two. Yes. But generally speaking, cons are great. Yeah. Gaming cons are great. Star Wars cons are great. Nerd cons in general are great, yeah. and you should go to them. And Dragon Con is just kind of all of them mixed into one. Oh, it's so it's it's bar it covers the best every thing it ever. covers kind of every topic. Yeah. Um, uh, and apparently to this degree. year we'll be able to get uh, uh, scooters and just like oh, lap yeah. around Dragon. Yeah, Gun. we're gonna scooter gang it. Scooter gang um, rides again. We'll have to be careful though, because I think Atlanta's starting to crack down on people riding on the sidewalks. Um, so, so <laughs> yeah, I'm something. sure that rule applies, Dragon. Gun. Yeah, right. So that might <laughs> that, be something that'll look be out enforced for. along with all the other rules. <laughs> yeah, all those totally other rules enforced. that they enforce at Dragon Con. Yeah. Public so. drinking. And... <laughs> all right. So, uh, what kind of events we got coming up, um, Carlos? You got anything? Uh, we got the uh, Get Your Fun On tournament at the end of the month. So we're, what we're hoping is that the points update will be next week. And uh, we'll get that kind of fresh uh, taste of it on the 29th. Uh, yeah. So that's when we have just a standard hyperspace format tournament. Um, so that's what we got coming on here. I don't know for sure uh, regarding... Um, because I haven't been keeping up. I'm sorry. As far as uh, Orlando nah, tournaments, good. I mean, me personally, there's no X-wing this weekend that I'm aware of. I'm gonna be at my house playing Yoda stories and trying to avoid my in-laws. Yes, we've given Joe the perfect way to avoid his in-laws. Yes, Yoda even stories. though the computer is in the living room, <laughs> it's in the corner. So I'm gonna try to. Yeah, you know. yeah. So uh, I, I'll uh, this weekend. Um, 
the 22nd, I will be going to Mobile, Alabama mm-hmm. for the hyperspace trial. I think me and uh, Travis are going to be going. So Hit them up for promo cards. Yeah, we'll be there. You don't get to Mobile often. If you see Steve, get some promo cards. Yeah, yeah. This will this will be my second time ever in Mobile. So well, the last wild. time was years ago for work. But um, so anyhow, uh, yes. So we'll be in Mobile at Gamers and Geeks for the hyperspace trial. Um, what else is going on? Oh, obviously, July 13th, we've got the Jacksonville Cool Stuff Hyperspace Trial. So if you uh, haven't got your tickets yet for that, um, go ahead and check that out on the Facebook. Uh, just do a search for Cool Stuff Jacksonville Hyperspace Trial. You should be able to find the event. It's a public event. And it has all the information in there as far as um, signing up and getting your ticket with uh, through the Cool Stuff website. Uh, I will be posting um, a link for list submissions um, through tabletop.to pretty soon. Uh, I'm waiting for the points update to come out. I don't, you know, no point in accepting list submissions right now until the uh, until the points updates out. So um, look out for that in the coming weeks. And um, well, unless you're playing jank, that you can pretty much unless you're it now. <laughs> so legal. Depends on how janky, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, we'll, we'll see. So the uh, the other thing I did want to mention and is the um, uh, ancient city con in St. Augustine, uh, Florida. We're going to be running the Crimson Guard Open at Ancient City Con. So. Um, me and another guy uh, who local TO are, are going to be running this and um, it's going to be just it, ancient city cons. It's a cool little convention in, in uh, at the world golf village in St. Augustine. Um, it, we've run tournaments at ancient city con before and we, we just, you know, try to use it as a way to get, get the, uh, the local community together for kind of a slightly above, above average event, you know, a little bit, you know, above like the normal, kit tournaments and store championships and kind of you know kind of get everybody together for that kind of stuff so uh there'll be more details to come on that as far as um you know we're trying to get prizes and and everything worked out for that so that is coming up on september 21st at ancient city con so anything else oh gentlemen what a great episode yeah I'm a, you guys can't see it on here, but I'm actually literally patting myself on the back. Patting himself on the back, yes. He's st- he stopped juggling whatever he was juggling or cupping earlier, and he's he cupping oh, things. He's patting oh, himself Jesus. on the, on the that back. That was not one of the ones that uh, I assume that was one of the takes that we deleted. No, All that right. was not. All right, right. yeah. Woo! 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 I feel a little deja vu going on, but it, it, it does feel weird, doesn't it? I don't. We don't do multiple takes very often. <laughs> this feels weird. Yeah. Oh, kids. You know, we're usually up. so good. We get it done on the first try. We do. Dials down. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. <laughs>